Hello and welcome to the Guernsey Press Sport Podcast, your weekly insight into island sport. My name is Tony Kerr and alongside me, as ever, is the editor of Guernsey Press Sport, Gareth Prevo. Hello, Tony. And with him, Jamie Ingrall. <laughs> Hi, Tony. Uh, great to see you both. Um, yeah, fairly busy week, lots going on and uh, yeah, some exciting news uh, to sort of throw forward towards the summer um, to talk about. We're going to be hearing from Sarah Parfit, um, the Guernsey swimming coach, about the Island Games swimming team, which has been named this week 21 athletes added to the roster for team guernsey um, for the home island games this summer and there's good news for guernsey's basketball players as well um more on that to come but first of all how are you all I've been watching a lot of live streaming I find this week it's amazing how um, just it's one of those weeks of the year where bowl seems to take over just it's nice to be able to watch two different Guernsey representatives at the World Bowl Championship Ali Merrion's a bit of a regular fixture there and um, she had another decent week managing to get to the mixed pairs finals uh, final with uh, Paul Foster they were defending the title um, they actually played pretty well I thought in the final but um, they came up against a pair who just were outstanding they, um, Paul and Ali had a an eight four lead in the first set against Stuart Anderson and uh, Kerry Ann Glenn, um, and then their opponents managed to sort of scramble a, a draw in the first set. You can you can draw a set in um, bowls. It was eight all at finish, and then all of a sudden Stuart Anderson in particular was just absolutely brilliant in the second set. Um, couldn't really do much about it to be honest, and uh, so Ali and Paul sort of finished as runners up with with just. Uh, just a, a very good performance. Just wasn't quite good enough on the day. When you're up against an inspired opponent like that, it's uh, it's, it's not an awful lot you can do about it. Um, but Guernsey still has some representation in the tournament. Jason Greenslade, who's now our Ireland men's champion, he's actually a, one of the best players in the world. He has been for many years. He's still in the top 10 in the world. He's uh, a Wales international, but he's now an Ireland resident. So um, he's there flying the flag for Guernsey and he's got his men's singles quarterfinal on Friday. So fingers crossed for him. Good addition to the fold. Yes, yeah, um, not bad. <laughs> I'm not yeah. quite sure how sort of the rest of the guys feel about it when sort of you get someone of that calibre to come. But I suppose it's, uh, it's nice to have a fresh face and uh, when you, when you're uh, that good, I suppose it might sort of drag up the the other players and locally as well, and just sort of improve the standard even more. Yeah, and it is a big occasion, isn't it, over there? You know, we, we've had it on the big screen in the uh, the newsroom this week, but you know, all live on BBC, um, and and you know, some really top class coverage of it. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, bowls is, I suppose, in, in in sort of like similar way to perhaps boxing. It's got sort of different world organisations as such, so there are sort of different world titles. But um, this is a, a real high profile event. The 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 Potters one. It's um, it, it's like you say, Tony. It's been it's the national coverage on BBC every year, and um, certainly the uh, the men's side of things. It's a very long sort of tournament for them. Actually, the BBC pretty much cover the the business end of things. But on, uh, Jason Greenslade missed the CI finals to take part in in this one. It's, it's sort of that long lasting. So. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a good one to watch. It's a very, very high quality, obviously, as you'd expect. And uh, yeah, it's good to see Guernsey represented in both the, the men's and women's draw. We don't know yet who's going to be representing Guernsey uh, in the indoor bowls at the Island Games. Um, we do know uh, he's in the swimming team. And as I say, we'll be hearing from Sarah Parfit in a moment. Um, Guernsey's basketball players, of course, <laughs> Jamie, um, uh, are going to be absolutely buzzing for, for the home Island Games. And uh, the good news this week that they're going to have some decent warm-ups as well. Oh, yes. Um, so on the 13th of May, Guernsey uh, basketball players will have their first inter in four years. 
And I mean, yeah, when you're playing at that level, it must be pretty tough not having any major off-island competitions. Basketball's been potentially particularly hard done by in that situation because we had the last interinsular in 2019. They had a nice island games to go to after that, but they've got no major leagues or anything outside the island. During COVID, everything hit a bit of a lull and they've been trying to get the interinsular off the ground. hasn't come together. Finally, they managed to lock in a date for what is not only an interinsula, but a nice home interinsula two months before the Island Games. It will be a nice big warm up. And additionally, given the news that the Jersey men won't be in the Island Games, it will be a long awaited opportunity to play them and hopefully assert our dominance again. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm sure it's an occasion that a lot of people are looking forward to. Yeah, I described it as a warm up. Obviously, uh, much more than that, you know, a big occasion. It's so right. And uh, yeah, reading the comments from Pete Bosier, you know, <laughs> pleased just to be able to kind of reacquaint themselves um, with that fixture. And, and, you know, obviously the friends in the sport in Jersey. So um, that's really uh, encouraging to see. And yeah, judging by the, the great coverage that we've had of the basketball leagues um, in the paper over the, mm. the last few weeks. Um, you know, the, the on-island competition has been really fierce. But yeah, as you say, you can't really replicate um, uh, those big occasions. So uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing uh, how that one goes. Great to see um, that one back on the slate for this spring summer. Um, Gareth, uh, word on hockey, because um, yeah, we were talking about the the men making through in the uh, National Cup competition the other day and the Guernsey's women have done the same. So um, yeah, looking forward to a home double header and they did it in some style. Yeah, yeah. They um, they were away at uh, Cheam last weekend in the um, in their tier three knockout competition and uh, yeah, they came away with a really impressive 6-0 win. Um, there was a hat-trick for Millie Smith. Uh, there was a couple of goals for Becky McAllister and one for Tash Symes. So um, no, it was... Uh, it's one of those occasions where you really have no idea what the strength of the opposition is going to be like. So um, to come away with a sort of a resounding win is is great for the, for the Ireland women's team. And uh, the fact that they've got a home draw um, in the third round, it will be. Um, they're up against Surbiton Ladies, I believe, uh, first weekend of February. So that's um, really something to look forward to. And, um, and sort of similar to the basketball with the interests just around the corner as well. So it's uh, it's nice to get sort of a run of fixtures for our Ireland um, squads. They they played their their nomads game over the Christmas period, which is always a, a decent fixture. And but to now get sort of competitive um, hockey on on a national level um, is is really important. And it's always nice to have a good run in that competition. Yeah. Does it sound like they're going to be able to get those two games on the the men and the women on the same day, or is that going to be a, a, a bit of a logistical challenge too far? Um, we'll see. Um, I think the men were still waiting. Um, I take it they've probably know now who they who they will face. I don't actually know myself but um, they, they were sort of waiting to see if both sides got through and then sort of it, it was going to be the, the hope that they get a double header on, on a weekend at uh, Foots Lane um, I'm sure they're, they're trying to do that but um, they've still got to sort out a few of the admin um, situations there so um, yeah hopefully it'll be a, a good weekend for Guernsey Hockey um, at the start of February but um, it, we know for a fact that they, they are both at home so it's uh, whether they manage to get it on the same day is one thing, but um, it's great that they're, they're both going to be able to play in front of a home crowd. More coverage on those games to come, uh, both here on the podcast and in the paper. Right, that's it for part one. Coming up next, we'll be talking Island Games swimming. 
Welcome back to the Guernsey Press Sport Podcast. If you're not already, do um, click follow or subscribe wherever you're getting your shows um, to get every episode delivered straight to you every Thursday. Over the last few weeks, if you've been listening, you'll know that we've been um, following the Guernsey 2023 Team Guernsey team announcements. Um, Team Guernsey sponsored by Upmost, um, ahead of the uh, Guernsey Home Island Games. And um, they've been supporting our coverage of the team announcements as they've been made. And we've had a few. um, But this week, um, yeah, a big back of home athletes named and added to the roster 21 uh, in total as uh, Guernsey's swimmers are confirmed for Guernsey 2023 so really exciting uh, moment for all of them um, let's just run through um, the swimmers selected very quickly on the men's side Charlie Joe Hallett Ronnie Hallett Sam Lowe Ross Yates Tom Hollingsworth Johnny Beck Tom Teasdale Owen Edwards Luke Lacroix and Joshua Dunning and the women selected Laura Lacroix Orla Raby Eilish Raby Oriana Wheeler, Tatiana Tostvin, Molly Staples, Jemima Green, Hannah Jones, Delphine Riley, Maddie Russell, and Hannah Kennedy. Um, so congratulations to all of them. In a moment, we'll hear from team manager for the Games, um, Sarah Parfit. Um, but first, Jamie, just give us your reaction then. Um, we've got all eight swimmers who went to the Commonwealth Games last um, year, which is great to see. Um, eight new faces as well among that squad. And um, yeah, some of the, I suppose, swimmers who've been performing at the, the highest level in recent years, you know, for, for the men. Um, Charlie Joe Hallett's been set a lot of island records hasn't he so hopefully he'll be uh, right at the front um, for Guernsey uh, in the pool and yeah on the women's side as well Orla Raby who had such a fantastic um, Commonwealth Games um, along with her three teammates uh, in the women's relay squad Um, yeah there's going to be lots to look forward to I think in Mm. the pool yeah. Oh, I think that's a really nice blend of swimmers. I'm sure they'll be pushing for medals like, all across the board. But yeah, for some of them, it's about experience. Um, <laughs> I was quite interested to hear that we've had uh, Ross Yates selected. For someone who's pushing 40 to qualify for the Island Games and swimming, it's a terrific achievement. Hopefully others can see it as inspiration. But yeah, um, in any normal games, we'd be used to Tom Hollingsworth being the veteran on the team. But we've got someone who's got a good five years on them. And then on the other end of the spectrum, we've got a lot of people making their debuts. And we've got people who are sort of in that position a few years back now acting as mentors or like role models for the up-and-coming swimmers which I think is really nice and yeah I'm sure the morale and everything will be amazing building up for games yeah absolutely well we were pleased to welcome Sarah Parfit as we say team manager um, into the pod studio a little earlier on to find out just how excited she is um, to be at this point of naming the squad and how much she's looking forward to seeing how they go for Guernsey in the pool this summer Sarah, welcome to the pod. Thank you very much, Tony. Fantastic to see you here. An, an exciting moment for, for everyone involved in swimming, I'm sure, and for you in particular. Um, you've got your 21 names on the team sheet for Guernsey 2023. Yeah, how, how much of a buzz is that for you to, to, to see that team take shape? Oh, just brilliant. I mean, we've been waiting obviously for the last couple of weeks to have it ratified by Gasser. And now that's come out. I mean, everybody is just so excited. Can't wait to get into some really serious hard training uh, and get into the competition. So yeah, yeah exciting. Oh, awesome. And as I say, 21 um, names on the squad. How does that compare in terms of team size to, to previous Island Games? I mean, being a home games does it allow you to pick more swimmers? Well, normally we would take 10 girls and 10 boys. Um, sometimes it's sort of slightly uneven in terms of males and females. Um, We've gone 21 this time. Obviously, Guernsey has allowed us to have that little bit of a wiggle uh, as we don't have to go away. Um, So it's been nice to be able to sort of spread the swims around. It's important that 
everybody gets experience for next games. So, yes, it's good. It's good having the 21. Yeah, and it's a really interesting kind of mix of of, of athletes and swimmers there. Um, some great stories among them, which I'm sure we'll touch on um, in a moment. But just in terms of the actual process behind it, how how difficult was it to, to whittle it down to 21? And, 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 and kind of what, yeah, what's been the, the process to get to this point? Well... I generally will sit down with Naomi, who is the um, head coach from the Guernsey Swim Club. And first of all, we will look to see who has medal potential. That is what we're looking for for Guernsey. We are looking for medals. So we put those in. Uh, Then after that, we start to pad out and add the other swimmers, uh, depending on, you know, how many swims they can do in a day. We have to share it around because a four-day competition is a big competition for them. Normally, we're only talking about two days. So four days makes quite a difference. And on top of that, we've got relays every day as well. So, um, yes, it has to be shared about. And let's pick out some of those names. And I mean, there's there's eight debutants in there. Uh, there's also some uh, swimmers with, um, it's fair to say, a lot more experience than that. Um, I mean, two of them that jump out, Tom Hollingsworth, who'll be going for his 50th medal. I mean, it's incredible to see him still uh, involved in the Island Games. He made his debut in 2003. And I, yeah, I know from speaking to him that he's, you know, he was, his heart was set on, on being here again. And Ross Yates as well, who I think you were saying before, may well be the oldest swimmer that you've ever selected or that Guernsey's ever selected? I think it probably is. Yes, we we can't think of anybody older than Ross. <laughs> so, uh, yes, he's going into the record books. And what is he? He's about to turn 40. He's about to turn 40. Yes, I think in the next week. Uh, what can you say about uh, his involvement then? Is I mean, that's pretty remarkable. Oh, in- incredible. I mean, Ross came back to swimming um, about 18 months ago and said that I'd really like to make the Island Game te- Games team. Um, he he just has put his heart and soul into it. And he's been amazing for the team. He's been so supportive of the younger swimmers, totally fits in uh, and just a huge asset to the team, really has been. So it's been, it's been an honour to have him swimming with us again. <laughs> Yeah, amazing. And alongside them, um, all eight of the swimmers that represented Guernsey in Birmingham at the Commonwealth Games last summer involved, um, including the, the four girls who did so well, um, setting those new relay records and, and just generally performing to, to such a fantastic level all week. Um, yeah, how pleased are you to be, able to, to be able to call on all of those swimmers? Oh, absolutely. I mean, they are just as excited about representing Guernsey for the Island Games as they were for the Commonwealths, quite frankly, um, because they're going to be in a nice big team. I think the relays are going to be absolutely magical. Uh, We're excited because we've got a lot of swimmers swimming very, very fast. Um, They're going to be very competitive. I'm going to have a really tough job, along with Naomi, uh, to decide who's going to be in those relays relay teams particularly for the girls Um, when I looked at my list um, you know before I chose the team I had something like eight girls all swimming 27 seconds or less for the 50 freestyle which is just amazing Uh, so very exciting for me Um, uh, and hopefully we're going to do Guernsey proud well, we definitely with hope the so. medals. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the medals, do you have like a particular number in your head of maybe gold medals, etc., which you could look back at and say this has been a real, real success? Like, do you set targets like that? 
The problem with that is that you really don't know what the other teams are going to bring to the table. And when you look at teams like the Faroe Isles and Cayman Islands, they continue to produce really good swimmers. Um, so it, it, it's really difficult to predict that. I mean, I look at I look at my swimmers and I say potentially they could medal. Um, but I would not, I have to say, I would not sit down and say, oh, yes, we're going to win X number of golds or anything like that. Sorry, yeah. James. <laughs> no, that's okay. Good answer. And, and how, how do you approach the build-up now then? Um, because obviously it's, yeah, it's a very individual sport in, in lots of ways, but also it is, a, you know, you've got a team there and certainly you haven't been to games before. The, the support from poolside, from, you know, sort of the fellow swimmers to, to, the, to, their, to their teammates in the pool is, is just huge isn't it um people go mad how important is it to kind of to shape and and bring together that squad together oh absolutely i mean uh obviously we we've got two separate clubs um and we will train individually up to the games and then we have a period of time just before the games where we'll have a few weeks where we will have a number of training sessions together uh, but all the swimmers know each other well even if they don't train together all the time, they do know each other well. But we will get together um, and and just have some training sessions just so that everybody can bond a little bit more. But the clubs are very close. So, uh, yeah, there's no issue with that at all. No, great <laughs> stuff. Um, just returning to the squad list, I mean, another name that, that really stands out and yeah, particularly someone who's watched a lot of Guernsey Raiders over the last few years is Tom Teasdale, who has been starring for them and as, as a young player has come through and made a big impact on the rugby field. He's also a very talented swimmer and he's made the squad. Um, what can you say about Tom? Oh, I, I mean, I'm delighted that Tom has continued to swim despite the fact that he has had huge success with the Raiders. Um, it's always difficult with Tom because he does have a habit of getting himself injured. <laughs> um, but we're hoping to keep him uh, fit and healthy and I hope Raiders are looking that way as well. Are you going to be on the phone to Geordie Reynolds? Saying? I think I might be, yes, <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah, I mean, for Tom, he's going to be huge for us in the relays, very important in the relays. Um, so, yeah, great to have him there. Looking forward to seeing how he goes, definitely. Um, and as for the eight debutants as well, um, obviously it's, a, you know, it's going to be an amazing experience for them. I mean, is that what it is for them? Do, do you see it as kind of, you know, guiding them into the whole Island Games set up or, you know, or are there kind of medal prospects among those eight new caps? I mean, invariably it is. Um, the debutants tend to be just getting experience for the following games. Um and and looking at them, most of them, that that is the situation. Um, I mean, we've got a very classy swimmer in Owain Edwards, who has come from the UK and has been living on the island now for a couple of years. Um, whether he's going to medal, I'm not sure. Um, but he's a classy swimmer and is definitely coming through the ranks, definitely. We've spoken about some of more experienced swimmers and we've also noted the fact that quite a few are making their debut. I mean, looking at the girls list in particular, you do have like a few who are, yeah, compete. you've got five who are competing their first style in games, but you've also got some quite experienced mentors, you could possibly say. Like having swimmers like Orla and like Laura Lacroix around, what has that done to support the development of like the next set of swimmers? Well, it, it is huge. I mean, from the point of view of Orla, who trains with me, um, she is a great role model just in the pool. 
you know, her work ethic is unbelievable. Uh, her commitment to swimming is unbelievable. And as a result of that, these younger swimmers are all following her lead. And not only her, but the likes of... Um, you know, her sister, Ailish, Molly Staples, they are all there. They've had success. Uh, you know, Molly particularly, having going to, gone to a Commonwealth Games, they're having success at these national level. Um, and they are being role models for the younger swimmers. Uh, our lanes are absolutely chock-a-block <laughs> every training session because people don't miss. They are totally committed. And it's following all the way down to the younger swimmers as well. These guys are huge role models for, for the, all the swimmers. Well, that's really good to hear. Um, you mentioned the Commonwealth Games there. You know, obviously, if, the, if Gunzi 21 had happened, you know, it would have been a couple of years out from the, the previous Games. As it is, um, it comes a year after Birmingham. And you know, it was a real success in the pool there um, for Guernsey in what was an incredible atmosphere with some incredible um, international swimmers. Um, has that been a real motivator, do you think, for some of those, particularly the, the ones that, that experienced it? Oh, definitely. Yes. I mean, having had and seen <clears throat> the sort of um, atmosphere that you get at a Games like that, they were comparing that perhaps Guernsey is going to be just as good because of that home crowd. I mean, the home crowd was incredible in Birmingham for for Guernsey swimmers. It was as if we were England, quite frankly. You know, all the home nations really did get supported extremely well. Um, so I, I think they're going to get the same sort of atmosphere from the Island Games. Um, I guess from a personal standpoint, um, you weren't actually around in Guernsey for our home games 20 years ago. Yeah, just based off what you've heard from others and like your own expectations, like how amazing occasion do you think it will be? Well, I mean, obviously I, I didn't, I wasn't here, still coaching in Texas at the time. Um, but from what I've heard, the, the noise in the pool area is just insane. Uh, the atmosphere is incredible. So, I mean, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, you know, I'm excited actually not to be going away for a Games, um, to be able to sleep in my own bed and not have to worry about looking after swimmers. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, I, I think it is going to be quite incredible. Yeah. And, you know, it's a physical effort, obviously, for the for the guys in the pool. Um, but for, for you guys poolside, to be there all week in what is a very hot room, probably with the kind of tension and, the you know, the nerves and the excitement, it's presumably it's quite an undertaking for the coaches as well. Yeah, I mean, we get used to the environment that we actually coach in and that we spend a lot of our time in. Um, but yes, of course it is. It, you know, it, it is. You, you know, you're quite stressful at times. You want to make sure that you've prepared the swimmers to the best of their ability. Um, and we don't want to disappoint Guernsey. You know, we want it to be the best games ever um, here on our home island. So that's what we're aiming for. Well, it's not too far away now. Um, we're going to have plenty more build-up. Obviously, before the Games, we'll be hopefully speaking to uh, lots of the swimmers who are going to be representing the home uh, team um, come July. Um, but for now, uh, thanks so much for coming in and telling us about um, the squad. Uh, really exciting to see. And uh, yeah, good luck with the preparations. Thanks very much, Tony.
Guernsey Swimming Team Manager for the Island Games, Sarah Parfit, um, speaking to us a little earlier on. Um, yeah, great to see. And uh, by all accounts, there'll be a few more Island Games teams selected in the coming days and weeks. So um, stay tuned for that. Um, right, sooner than July, though, uh, let's look ahead to this weekend. <laughs> Gareth, big home game for Raiders to look forward to uh, back at Foots Lane on Saturday. Yeah, they've got um, Tunbridge Judeans on their way back to the island after four years of not being here. I, I didn't realise it was quite that long, actually. Jordan Reynolds reminded me it had been that long since we welcomed TJs to these shores. Um, they're a good side, TJs. They beat us earlier in the season 20 points to 10, and they've won 10 of their 15 games. So they're obviously in sort of decent form this season. Um, they had a very good win last week against old Albanians um, in what were, I think, pretty horrendous conditions over in England. I mean, it was very wet and very windy, I think, throughout the whole country. I know that um, it was pretty bad at North Walsham where Guernsey fell to a defeat. Um, but um, I think it'd be a real good test for, for Guernsey. Um, speaking to our director of rugby, Jordan Reynolds, this morning, um, he, he started describing a team who have got plenty of talent, perhaps haven't quite um, hit the consistency they wanted. And I said, is that you or TJ's? And <laughs> basically both, I think, really. Um, but the forecast is actually looking pretty good for the next couple of days. And so hopefully if it's dry, dry on Saturday and not too windy, we could see a really entertaining game and Guernsey will hopefully get back to some running rugby which the last couple of um, match days haven't really allowed because of the conditions so um, yeah fingers crossed they get that they haven't been able to train very much because of the waterlogging of their club pitch at Foots Lane so um, amazingly Jordan actually admitted that he, he can't hold his team to account too much because um, they haven't been able to train as, as he would have liked so um, that would probably come as uh, <laughs> quite a blessing for the team. They went here in ranting and raving too much. But uh, yeah, fingers crossed that uh, a good crowd will see a good game and hopefully a Raiders win. Yeah, looking forward to it. Jamie, what's your plan for the weekend? I'll be down at Bordeaux for the penultimate round of the Guernsey cross-country league. Um, course takes place over the uh, old landfill site area. And I dread to think what the state of that would have been earlier on in the week when we had that, con- when we had that constant torrential rain. Um, hopefully things will have picked up a bit since then and we'll have some nice flowing cross-country action. Uh, that said... Uh, <laughs> After six laps of going up and down that big hill, uh, it will definitely be getting to even most experienced senior senior athletes. Um, but obviously, Guernsey are coming off a hugely fruitful trip where where men are team team silver, women got team gold at the Hampshire Cross Country Championships, and yeah, hopefully they can continue that form and we can have a really good, well contested domestic cross country. Well, let's hope that rain stays away this weekend, uh, as promised. Uh, It's been (laughs) enough of it recently. Um, Right, okay, I think that's it for us this week. Um, We'll be back with another Guernsey Press football podcast on Monday. If you missed um, this week's episode, we were joined by uh, Guernsey FC's new face slash old hand, Dave Merris, um, former pro, still going strong at the age of 42 um, and playing very well for Guernsey FC um, in his sort of debut season with the club. Um, So, uh, yeah, check back on this feed um, to find that interview. Um, For now, though, enjoy... whatever you're doing this weekend and yeah we'll see you next time cheers guys cheers Tony cheers Tony